sports fans, bettors, and cappers, and welcome to the Daily Competitive Hedge podcast. I'm your host of the show, Kenneth Cotterell, and this show is all about sports and the world of betting. We talk about results from the weekend that was, and wagers as well, before diving into today's betting plays. Now, we had a really great weekend, as you can tell from the title of the episode. We're going to get into it right away here. We covered soccer, we covered President's Cup, college football, NFL. There was a ton of different plays. No MLB because they're dead to us, but very excited to get into how the weekend went and then look at Monday's slate as well. But before we get into our episode today, it is sponsored by Bet99. Bet99 is a Canadian sportsbook and casino that offers in-play betting, player props, and many more great products. There are a variety of sports available to use on the website and Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile. Their mobile app can be downloaded from the homepage of their website. Now, depositing and withdrawing funds is hassle-free with a number of well-known methods available to use so you know your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in both English and French, and customer service is available 24-7 with their live chat option. So go to bet99.com today to make an account. Use code SHOOTERS at signup to get started and please gamble responsibly you must be 19 plus years of age to do so and it is available to persons in Ontario only as well if you have any questions or concerns about your gambling or the gambling of someone close to you please contact Connex Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge so as we said it was a really great weekend of bets now we didn't have any show on Friday, took the day off, but it does mean that we have to go through some Friday plays, Saturday and Sunday as well. But this is why you need to follow us on all of our social media accounts at HedgePod because we posted all of them there, whether it was Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're getting better, especially on the Facebook and Instagram side of putting our plays out there. But we posted all of them there for you to play. And had you followed us this weekend, you'd be up almost 28 units this weekend. We're 26, 12, and 1. That includes that parlay that we hit yesterday that we'll get into in a few minutes. But if you did $10 worth of bets, you're up 280 bucks. 50 bucks, you're just shy of 1400 So overall, a really great weekend that we're going to recap now, starting with that President's Cup. And Honestly, a bit of a disappointment for me from a, from a golf perspective. I know a lot of people are going to talk about how, oh, well, it was more competitive than people thought. And clearly it was because Vegas had it as a seven plus point victory was minus 154. So the fact that it finished 17 and a half to 12 and a half means that the internationals put up a great fight. But as far as our betting plays go for it, we went four and two overall on the week. And that all started on Friday. We wanted to see how Thursday went with some of these teams. We had some early leans, but didn't play any of those. But Friday, we were one and one. 
Uh, thanks to Homa and Horschel, they beat Connors and Pendrith, the Canadian duo. I know I bet against Canadians, but what are you going to do when you got the best player? Uh, Jordan Spieth was the best player for the Americans, but the second best player in Max Homa definitely showed up in a big way all week. And then Munoz and Im, unfortunately, they drew Burns and Scheffler, but very close on that one, especially when it goes to 18. And then Saturday, we had, uh, sorry, Sunday singles, we had two and one. We had Homa beating Kim, who won one up at plus 105. And then we had Matsuyama, who drew Burns. Unfortunately, we missed there. And then Finau, money line against Pendrith, betting against the Canadian once again at minus 148. Now, our lone future bet, this is what takes us over the top. We talked about it on the show. A full unit play was Max Homa to be the top rookie for the Americans. And he goes 4-0 in his cup debut. So at plus 420, that was a huge cash for the show. Um, overall, the event, it was a 6 out of 10 for me. Uh, not having some of the internationals major players there was very difficult, especially when you know that maybe Taylor Pender shouldn't be there because Cameron Smith should, or Abraham Anser should, or Joachim Neiman should. And I hope that this gets sorted out by 2024. They're heading to Royal Montreal uh, here up here in Canada for the next President's Cup, and I hope to see a more complete international side that go round. Now, footy-wise, we are three and one on the weekend, uh, plus one point eight four units. Now, Lithuania on Thursday, this was a big letdown for us. We had the money line, and unfortunately, they drew at home. That would have been a plus money win, but nonetheless, we miss on that Lithuania result. But Saturday was a clean sweep. We got back on track right away. Scotland money line at plus 116. They knocked off Ireland 2-1. to one. We had Portugal who cruised to a 4 to nothing win on the road against the Czech Republic. That was not a sweat at any point. And then Serbia and Sweden, we had both teams to score in that game at minus 113. And that one finished 4-1. to one. So great weekend of Nations League action. We got some more games today that we're going to take a look at as well. But overall, a really good weekend of bets for the footy side of things. Then when you head over to college football, another good college football weekend. We're out to a hot start for college football. Now Thursday, we were 1-1. One one. We had the Coastal Carolina win at minus 2. They won 41-24, to 24, so that one was never really in doubt. And then Virginia Tech money line, that was a big whiff for us. West Virginia took care of business 33-10. to 10. Then we move over to Friday. We were 2-1 and one on Friday, so we had good vibes heading into the Saturday slate. Air Force was able to cover the minus 24. UTEP was plus 16 for us, and they won outright 27-10. to 10. That's why you don't go and bet money lines when it is a 16-point favorite. And then Syracuse minus 10, they missed, unfortunately, 22-20. to 20. So 2-1 and one there, and then heading into Saturday, was where we made our money, 5-2-1 for plus 2.31 units, giving us the over three units overall. So we had winners in Auburn and Missouri. We took the under 51, 17-14 was the final there. Wake Forest plus 10, they went to overtime with Clemson, really put up a great fight before falling 51-45. to Florida plus 10.5, they were able to come back late to cover that 38-33, to the final there. Miami, Ohio, and Northwestern under 50, 17 to 14 was the final there. Texas A&M minus two. This one was our lone push of the weekend. But as an Aggies fan, very happy to say they come out with the W over Arkansas. 
South Carolina minus 22 and a half. They beat Charlotte 56 to 20. And then our two losses were Duke plus seven and a half. Unfortunately, they lose by eight, 35 to 27, the rare eight point victory in football. So uh, tough result there for us. But then Michigan State money line, this one wasn't even close. It was a big whiff on our part. Everything we read pointed to the Spartans picking up the victory, and then they go out and lose 34 to seven. So overall, great weekend of college football. Other college football results out there. Michigan survived. They finally played somebody of real substance, and they were just able to squeak it out 34 to 27. Now, I think they're going to be fine moving forward, but that was still a bit worrisome to see. Maybe this is why some of these college teams are giving themselves Colorado State to open up the season instead of tough games like, I don't know, Notre Dame, like their uh, team over in Ohio is playing. Then Georgia, they won 39 to 22 over Kent State. Middle Tennessee with an upset over Miami. No, the U is not back. 45 to 31. They knock off number 25 Miami there. Texas Tech, they knocked off Texas. Horns down. Uh, They go to overtime and win 37 to 34. Ohio State, they beat Wisconsin badly as well. 52 to 21. Number six, Oklahoma. They beat Kansas. They fell to Kansas State. Sorry. 41 to 34. That was probably the upset of the weekend. And then USC, they barely edge out Oregon State, the number seven seed. They win 17 to 14 on the road. So overall, another great college football weekend. Really looking forward to next week. We're just starting to get into college football and we're out to a roaring start. And we're going to continue to build off of that as well. Shout out to a lot of amazing sites out there that give us some great information. uh, But really looking forward to next week. It'll probably be Thursday that there will be games. I'd have to look. But this is where we made our money. It was NFL Sunday. And the straight up plays, I mean, well, we got to start with Thursday. Unfortunately, we missed on Pittsburgh plus four. I <laughs> I feel bad for anyone who had the over or sorry, the under in that game, because having that touchdown and the Najee Harris fumble, especially in fantasy as well, that one killed me having Najee in multiple leagues. But nonetheless, We miss on Pittsburgh plus four to start out the weekend, but we didn't let it get us down because on Sunday, four and one for plus 2.48 units here. Now we had Baltimore minus three. They won fairly comfortably 37 to 26. Lamar Jackson, I think he's one of the MVP front runners along with Jalen Hurts right now, especially the way that he's played through the first couple weeks. Miami, they won outright 21 to 19. We had them as plus six. And so really excited about that one. And then Cincinnati, we had them minus six against the Jets. They win 27 to 12. And then Atlanta and Seattle, we said on our episode yesterday, this game had sneaky shootout potential. And it did. They went over 42 as Atlanta won 27 to 23. Our one heartbreaker yesterday has to be the Houston money line miss. The fact that they threw that pick in the red zone was really just, it sucks to see because we do like this Texans team a lot more than Chicago, but our future bet of Chicago at plus a thousand to be the worst team in the league looks seriously in doubt now as they already have picked up two victories. They'd have to go winless the rest of the year likely in order to have that distinction. But this is where we made the money. It was in the player props where we had 
our player prop parlay with Spit and Picklet. Shout out to him for coming on the show on Saturday. And we cooked up a couple of gems here. We went seven and three for plus 16.72 units. And the reason why we said play all the plays straight up and then also play it in the parlay. They were all one unit plays and it was able to cash for us. Now, the regular prop side of things, we went two and three. We're actually minus 1.29 units because we had the CEH over two and a half catches. He finished with five. And so that one hit. And then Josh Allen blew past the 326 and a half pass and rush yards at minus 110. But we missed on Carter over two and a half receptions. He had just one in the game. And Traylon Burks only one catch. And we took the over three and a half. That being said, the touchdowns were great. And they happened pretty early in these games. And they weren't a big sweats for us because Dalvin Cook got into the end zone at minus 175. Jamar Chase got into the end zone at minus 110. Devontae Adams at minus 110. And then the one that we had to wait on in the later slate was DK Metcalf. He gets in the end zone at plus 162. So having all those plays hit straight up was plus four units. But then the parlay was plus 1,400. So just like that, we double our units for the weekend. Would have been a 13-unit weekend. Instead, we're all the way up to 27. And so shout out again to Tyson Cole over at Spit and Picklets. He'll be back on the show next Saturday, I'm sure, as we cook up another four-leg parlay of touchdowns and player props. Now, other NFL results from yesterday. Minnesota, they came back with 14 unanswered in the fourth to beat the Lions, 28-24. Carolina, 22-14. I wanted to put this in my card, but Carolina had taken too much money off me through two weeks that I had to wait and see. They were able to win there. Indianapolis, they knocked off Kansas City, 20-17. Philadelphia knocked off Washington 24 to 8. That one was never close. Tennessee wins 24 to 22. The Raiders couldn't get that two point convert late. That was unfortunate as well as on our network show, Bets on Bets on Bets. I had the Raiders team total over 23 and a half, so needed that in order to cash that play. Jacksonville 38 to 10 over the Chargers. The Rams continue to beat the Arizona Cardinals 20 to 12. And then probably, I can't even call this the snoozer of the day because Sunday night football happened, but Green Bay 14-12 to over Tampa Bay. Uh, not a great performance by either QB. Rogers slightly edges out Brady there. And then 11-10 to on Sunday night football for the Denver Broncos. Not a pretty performance, but it's a win column. And so 2-1 and one on the season, the Broncos move on. Now with that, very busy weekend, but we do have today's slate of games and there's not a lot that we really like because let's face it we're not going back to baseball especially not after the weekend that we had not going to go and spoil it with baseball plays we do have preseason NHL also not diving into that especially when we're talking about split squad games there's zero chance that we're putting any faith in these games we're not going the tennis side of things either so that leaves us with some nation league games and then Monday night football as well so we're going to get right into it. Today's hedge plays. These are the official betting plays. we got three of them that we really like on the slate here today. So let's start with Italy Moneyline versus Hungary today. And I know they're on the road and that's going to scare some people, especially when you look at the standings, because Hungary does sit at the top of this group. No one would have predicted they'd be sitting at the top of the group when they've got Italy, Germany and England. But when England are winless and Hungary's picking up results left and right, they are sitting at the top nonetheless. So 
We do have an Italian side that did just beat England one to nothing at home, so they are coming in playing pretty good football. Hungary also beat Germany, though, which was a surprising result. Had we gone live for the show on Friday, that was one of our potential leans. Might have even become an official play, so we're glad that we stayed away from that one. But this is basically, this is top of the group. Whoever wins today, Hungary is going to play for a draw. If they get the draw, they're going to finish tops of the group. But I think Italy, they're going to come out. They're going to play some inspired football. They did win this matchup back in June, two to one. So they did have a result already over this team. So draw does them no good. Italy is going to be pushing from start to finish. So I like them on the money line at plus 108. Uh, I really just think that this is a superior side. Uh, even if Hungary has been the team, maybe more informed coming in. Uh, but I'm going to roll with the Italians to get it done today on the road. Then we're going North Macedonia money line versus Bulgaria. And you're going to think, wow, you're really going down the Lithuania train again with a quality side like that. But this is a good North Macedonia side. It's a team that went to the Euro back in 2020. And this is a pretty solid side. So I think this is a good bounce back spot for them, given that they had a very disappointing result just a few days ago. That being said, they took on a Georgia side. They were at home. Uh, they win two to nothing. And the goal differential heading into that game was plus 10 for Georgia. But when you actually go and look at the game, they had 66% possession. So they're dominating the possession. They outshoot them 19 to 8 as well. They just weren't able to capitalize on their chances. So when I look at this game, they're taking on a Bulgarian side that is not very strong. Last time they played, they drew, and that one was on the road as well. So now they get to go home. They get a home matchup here. And so I think that they're they're pretty heavily favored. Let's face it, minus 116 in soccer is a pretty heavy favorite. But this is a bad Bulgarian side, and North Macedonia needs this in order to have a chance at winning their group. So this feels like a lock for me today. It's my favorite play of the day. And so I'm taking North Macedonia at minus 116. And then to cap it off, yes, we are talking Monday Night Football. We are Dallas Cowboys fans. So, of course, no matter what we say, it is going to sound biased. But we're taking the money line tonight for Dallas at minus 110. I'm not going to be one of those people that tells you the Giants are the worst 2-0 team in NFL history because I've been reading a lot of that this week. Let's face it, they beat pretty decent teams in Carolina and Tennessee. We saw Tennessee, they won yesterday. Carolina won yesterday too. So these aren't bad teams that they've beaten. And I mean, let's face it, they're taking on a Dallas team that has a backup quarterback. Now, the reason why I'm riding with Dallas tonight is that I think that this is a defensive battle. Clearly, Vegas thinks that it is as well. They haven't even crossed 40 points for the over-under. Now, I think Parsons is going to wreak havoc on the defensive side of things. I think they can create some turnovers in the secondary with Diggs and others. So I think Dallas is going to cause some issues for this Giants offense. The key to this game is containing Saquon. You contain Saquon and you're in a really good spot because not a lot of weapons in the passing game. And so they just have to slow down that big running back back there. So on the offensive side, Cooper Rush just has to do what he did last week. Make the plays when we need you to, but don't turn over to football. And he did a really good job of that. I think he can do that once again today. Uh, Dallas needs to get the run game going. They're taking on the 18th rush defense in the NFL tonight. They're giving up over 115 yards a game. So get Zeke going, get Pollard going. Make some throws when you need to to Lamb or to Noah Brown. Really need Noah Brown tonight from a fantasy perspective. Don't ask me why. But 
that being said, I'm going to roll with Dallas Moneyline minus 110. Yes, this is not <laughs> the game that you're going to want to tune into. It is a road game. The Giants are minus one. It was a pick yesterday, but I'm going to take America's team to get it done tonight at minus 110. But really appreciate everyone who tuned into the show today. Uh, as we said, coming off a massive weekend, we're going to ride it out the rest of the month. Only a few days left, but that takes us into the very positive unit side of things for the show. And so we appreciate all of you. Go give us a five-star review, Apple, Spotify. As we said, go follow us on all of our social platforms at HedgePod. That's where you'll find all of our betting plays daily. And so thank you all. We'll see you guys tomorrow for the Competitive Hedge podcast.